yeah, class has been canceled, that uh, class will not be coming back until September, and Education Minister Stephen Lecce saying that when it does come back, it is going to look very different than it has in the past. Annie's on the line now, and it joins us. Uh, Annie, first of all, let me ask you your initial impression. Did the government make the right call by officially canceling the remainder of the school year? Yes. I, I think they couldn't have made another decision. I don't think it was very surprising. Sad, but not surprising. Yeah, did the entire province, do you think, any need to be shut down? That was one of the questions asked by one of the reporters during the presser today, uh, whether or not maybe just those that had the so-called hot points, uh, such as the city of Toronto, should remain closed, while other centers, cities, uh, boards could have opened up. I think I listened to the press conference and heard the, the premier's answer. I think that we, we don't divide easily enough that way. And people are traveling from place to place. And um, there, I don't think there was any way really of going, okay, the schools in, you know, Perry Sound will be opened, but the schools in Barrie will be closed or, you know, Toronto, wherever. So I think that it's probably a better idea to say, all right, no schools will open before the end of the year. We've got to now really buckle down and think about uh, what does that mean for kids right now? What does it mean for kids in the summer? And what are we going to do in the fall? Uh, and not just about the sort of concrete, physical, how are we going to keep them apart? Um, but more, you know, what does this mean to education? And wh what do we need to be looking about? Is it an opportunity right now to go, okay, in Ontario, um, are we are we doing the right things? Are there parts of the curriculum that need to open up for the fall? And it, it is really uh, complex. So, you know, I think it's great that they said that they're going to make sure there is a plan in place by the end of June so that boards can plan ahead. Um, and hopefully there will be between now and the end of June, which isn't very long now, um, a lot of discussion with, uh, with experts, with educators, with um, academics, but also with families, with students in particular, about what do you think and what do you need and, and how would you like things to change going forward? So, you know, they're going to have to be doing a lot of nuts and bolts work, but also a lot of um, kind of imagining a different future, I think, for schools. Yeah, a lot of big picture stuff, I think, Annie. Oh, yeah. I'm going to ask <laughs> you, what are the lessons, do you think, for educators coming out of this pandemic or when it comes to the pandemic? I mean, what will the new norm, do you think, look like? I mean, there's been this battle that's been going on forever when it comes to class size in the province. I mean, that's almost a given, right, that we're going to see smaller class sizes? I, I would think so. But we're, you know, are, are we going to see even more importantly, uh, places where maybe there are two teachers teaching a group of students and they're combining subjects or some of the learning happens online and some of it happens face to face. And I think that, you know, that, that, that there isn't, hopefully, one of the things we've been learning about is what does work online? Are there some techniques that teachers have been using or software or whatever uh, that have been really effective and that really engage students and some other things that totally tanked and nobody should ever try again? Um, so I am hoping and I am assuming that there is lots of research and evaluation going on at the same time as we're going through this, because what you really want is for us all to be learning from either mistakes, which I'm sure everybody's making, um, but also successes so that come the fall and next year and the year after, um, we're going, ah, you know what, actually learning can look a little bit more like this. There are things that could change. It is 2020. We don't, we don't have to go back to anything, but the whole idea of kind of back to normal. It's, 
let's go forward now. And um, now that the things have been, you know, blown up a bit, uh, let's 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 imagine what would we do if we had an opportunity to change things, would you, even not necessarily just based on necessity, uh, but based on what we should be thinking about in in this day and age. Yeah, just finally, Annie, are there enough supports in place to help parents pick up the slack in homeschool? I mean, this was something that was of concern a couple of months ago, and now this is going to continue on into the summer. Now that the year has been lost and we're hearing from some parents that obviously they're overwhelmed and they're wondering how they're going to continue to do this. Uh, no, there aren't enough supports in place. But I think, you know, the, the other big thing this has exposed is the a reality, which is that families are all really, really different and they all have different capacities. And it's very hard to support people at home. Um, and, you know, what we're seeing is, you know, that it makes a difference uh, whether or not you're rich or poor, it makes a difference whether or not you have other kinds of care at home or if you're working in an essential job so you can't be home with your kids. So I think that it has been really, really, really difficult for a lot of families. And we can't expect parents or families to kind of to to replace school or to be to be teachers, even in a way that this has to be understood as an emergency. This is education in an emergency, and it's not going to look like um, school normally looks, nor should it. But I think I the other thing I hope going forward is that maybe we're thinking more about the kinds of supports families need in general to make sure that their kids can go to school, ready to learn, able to succeed. All right, going to leave it there for now. Annie Kidder with People for Education. Annie, appreciate it as always. Thanks so much. Okay, thanks a lot. Bye-bye.